Ah, so we're somewhere different today. I know, right? Yeah. We are in Cafe Utu. Yep. Which is on what street? Jack Chuan Street. Jack Chuan Street in Singapore. Yes. And this is Let's Coffee. We are having some nice Indonesian coffee, uh, which is quite fine, right? Not very nice, funky, but fine Indonesian coffee. Uh, and I'm here with Lucky Salvador of Cafe Utu. Cafe Utu this yeah. is your new home. It is, yeah. Uh, Let's Coffee is a collaboration between Yardstick Coffee and Daily Drink Magazine. Uh, we sit down and we just, we talk about the industry and kind of big ideas um, about service and this lifestyle uh, and over a small cup of coffee. It, it's that simple. Uh, and the thought process was that, you know, we already have discussions like this when we meet for coffee. Yeah. Why don't we try recording it and see what happens? And so far, it's been going really well. We've been really happy with yes. a lot of these uh, interviews. I am. I was one of a big fan. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so if, if you are enjoying uh, these videos, if you are a fan as well, please do click the thumbs up on this video and comment. And even if you don't like it, click the thumbs down and tell us why. We just want to hear from you and... and uh, whether that's on Instagram or on YouTube, uh, yes, please do let us know your thoughts and please tell a friend if you do like it and share it with, you know, the other people who you know in the in the industry or in the coffee scene. Again, we're here today with Lucky Salvador. We're in Singapore, which has been your home for a long time. Yeah, for at least seven years. Wow. Yeah. So how did you how did you get involved in coffee? Well, um. My my coffee journey start really at, at Bose Coffee in Manila in Cebu in Cebu. So I'm yeah I'm I'm from Cebu and um so I I grew up in a small town in the northern province of Cebu. What's the name? Um, Dan Bantayan. Okay. So that's 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 a small town. At it, it's on right at the last part of of um Cebu the northern side. Where there's a lot of beautiful beach as well, mm-hmm. and um, when I reached college, um, I went to the city. Yeah, you know. So, I I was I am super lazy back home, <laughs> so I decided like no, I wanna I wanna change. I wanna I wanna go out my comfort zone. So I asked my mom to I wanna go to college to Cebu, in Cebu. So, and then um, when I graduated, um, my associate. Diploma. Um, a, a good friend of mine texted me like, "Hey, Lucky, would you like, would you like to join Boss Coffee and be a barista?" And I don't have any idea what this barista mean. So I just said, "Yeah, yes, let's do it." Because in when I was studying, it's it was already in my mindset that when I finish studying, I need to find a job because life back then was was pretty tough. Wait, so you, you say that you had no idea what a barista no. was, but had you been to a cafe? No, not at all. You'd never been to a cafe? Never. Okay. Never. I had, I don't know what's cappuccino, what's espresso. I, I don't have any idea about Never cafes. been to a Starbucks? No. No. Wow. I, I'm a, I grew up, again, in a, in a small town very far from the city. But you went, you were in school in Cebu. You're in, you, That's the you, first. University. Yep. Like, 
was there no cafe in the area? Did you never go to I mean, Ayala? I mean, there it? was, but I didn't take time to, to check it out. Okay. And again, life was hard back then. Yeah. Um, buying a cup of coffee is like you. It's like bargaining my three days allowance. Yeah. So um, stuff. Um, and I never checked it out. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I said like yeah yeah, why not? And then um. But I know that there's both coffee, so there's a word coffee, so I know that it might be a coffee related stuff, something like that. What year was this? That was 2007. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Bose is already very well established at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah at it least was, 10 years it old. Was, yeah. yeah. It was. So um so yeah. I went to my first day was to attend something like a coffee like a coffee knowledge talk by one of the um one of Bose Coffee's marketing department. Mhm. And then um, I was that that captivates me when I when I saw and hear that coffee is, you know, coffee is a fruit, blah blah blah. The theories and everything, you know, where it comes from. And it was like, oh, oh, didn't didn't really didn't really thought about it. Yeah. I mean, back home, yeah, I know, I know, instant coffee, mm-hmm. but we what we used to drink is. The toasted rice corn, so that was our um, that was our like coffee in the morning. That's what you drink. My 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 grandparents used to used to do used to um used to drink that kind of coffee. Yeah, I thought it was coffee because it's same. It's and dark. Did, did they call it cafe? Anything like that? No, not really. It's it, a different it, name. It tastes yeah. It tastes quite similar. There's bitterness because it's burned. It's toasted, but um. But it's not as bitter as the real coffee. I'm so curious. Yeah. I'm so curious. It sounds like the makings of a really good signature drink story. I know. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> and they put milk in it. Um, no, just sugar. Okay. Just wow. Sugar. So it's black. It's just pure black, sweet, because you had sugar. Um, and then that's yeah, that's that's where it all started. And I'm so grateful that I that I was able to join Boss Coffee. Because if not Boss Coffee, I wouldn't be here. Or I couldn't be where I am today. How long were you there? Three years. Wow. 2007 until 2010. Yep. At least three years. And, um, and you know, Steve. Steve is um, he's an amazing guy. So when I was at Boss Coffee, I... I I was very I was very curious of everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you, if you work in a coffee shops, you know, there's standards that you follow. You know? Yeah. And um out, out of my curiosity, I kind of I kind of used Boss Coffee to explore more, you know. So, there are some times when I try to change some product like <laughs> <laughs> like you know, you does this this kind of stuff where yeah. you you kind of break some rules, just to um, just out of curiosity. Yeah. And to um, the customer or just experimentation among yourselves. Both. Um, oh wow. I, I I I do it as well for my to my regular customers, 
So they're like my, you know, my guinea pig. Like, I'm trying something. Can you, can you try? Can you give me some feedback? And th- they had a culture that allowed for that. Actually, nope. So mm. it was, it was really like no one knows about it. So you're like the bad boy of both coffee. <laughs> sort of. Um, I didn't. I got caught. I got caught with okay. my my manager, and um, and then it went up to the to the higher to the office. Um, and then they uh, they asked me why I'm doing this kind of stuff. Um, so I was telling them that you know I was I was just I was just very curious what would be what would be the experience that the customer get if I kind of you know like do something different um, instead of like for example instead of making a latte where you put your milk and then you drop your espresso so it's like a white mm-hmm. and then there's like a small dot, the dot in the middle, middle yeah. uh, how about putting your espresso first and then pouring your your milk with a bit of you know latte arts there's no latte art at that mm, time yeah um and I, I saw, you know, I saw in, in YouTube, I saw in some videos that you can you can do latte arts in coffee. So you just figured so, it out? Yeah, so yeah. So nobody taught you? Um, there are people who knows a little bit, who mm-hmm. inspired me as well. Yeah. And um, and then that guy has a background of working here in Singapore as well. And um, I was so fascinated with about it. And then I tried learning it myself as well. So, um, so yeah, so I did it. I, I just made a comparison like, Pretend that you're a customer. I'm going to serve you two lattes, two different version of lattes. And what would be, you know, the, the experience and what would be the first impression of, of the customer. So, so we serve one latte, which is the standard, where it's just the white milk and then the dot in the middle. Yeah. And then, so we look at the facial expression of the guest. Um, it was, it was, it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And when they drink, it was just like they're drinking coffee. Um, and then we serve this another latte where there's a latte art in there. Um, what kind of latte art was it at this so, point? So, um, so that around that time, I was pretty good with heart, rosetta, and tulip. Okay. And rosetta is one is my favorite. Yeah. It's my all time favorite. So. And then so when you when when the put the cup in the table and you can straight away see the expression like oh that's that's nice yeah i remember uh in around that time yeah like a lot of people there they didn't know that latte art existed and then like the first time they saw it was jay cho in in the green hornet yeah with with uh, seth rogan and he had this you know you remember this andre he had this espresso machine inside a cabinet he opens it up and then he makes the coffee for seth rogan yeah. right and then i remember someone showed up at el union and actually said that the kiddo was like whoa this is like the the coffee in the green hornet because <laughs> like nobody had any yeah, understanding yeah, yeah, yeah. for i was i was actually pretty happy when i saw that part like yeah. okay that's nice <laughs> yeah at least, but yeah. at that point, I also didn't know that like it t- it took all this stuff to do that. Like you didn't even, and well, they made a point in the movie to make the espresso machine look different. And if you're a, a customer, like I I was telling Nika, we walked by, we walked by City Hall here, not City Hall, City Hall Station where Raffles um, 
Raffle City is. Yeah. Right? And then there's a hotel there. Now it's something else, but it used to be the Westin. Yep. Right? It used to be the Westin. And I remember I actually stayed there with my family in 1997. Mm-hmm. And it was our first time to see a Starbucks. I think the only time we had seen Starbucks before that was in Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> Not Sleepless in Seattle, the other one. You've got mail. Right? So we'd only seen it in movies. Yeah. And then kiddo, my sister Martina and I, it was our first time to see it. And I think I was like 12, 13. So I didn't care for it. Yeah. But my my brother and sister went and had coffee. And it was their first time to have Starbucks here in Singapore. And, and it's still there. That same Starbucks yeah, yeah, is still there at the bottom yeah. of the tower when you go up the MRT. Yeah. Um, so, like, I had an understanding that this thing, that espresso machines existed. Yep. But you don't realize that, like, what level the same machinery yeah. can go to. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you, you, you would serve them those lattes. Did that change the way service was done in Bose? Um, it, it took some time. Mm-hmm. Because the 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 concern is not everyone can make latte arts. Yeah, you have to retrain everybody. So um, so they asked me if um, I mean they were they were they were happy. Yeah, they were happy. Um, and then um, they asked me if um, you know, we can we can slowly transition to this kind of um, standard of drink of serving coffee. So um. I was I was actually asked if I am interested of you know doing some a little bit of training, with you know with with, with some of my colleagues. And then I did so. Um, there was, you know, I spent some time training with some stuff, and um, unfortunately, it doesn't take that long because you know, opportunities came. Yeah. And um. Where in Manila? Uh, no, in 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 Cebu. That's that's in that's in Singapore. So the opportunity yeah, yeah, to come yeah. here. Yeah. Okay, so the opportunity to come here popped up. What yep. was that? Was it a straight job offer or? Yes. Okay, was, what happened? It was a direct offer. Um, so two thousand and ten, again, super curious guy. So I joined Philippine Barista Cup, representing representing Boss Coffee. And this is the one where you go to the Asian Barista Cup. Supposedly. But you didn't go. But. Um, Fortunately, it didn't happen that that year. Okay. Um, but I was not really into into the you know going, going because going abroad. I mean, going somewhere else. Um, you just wanted to compete. Yeah, I just yeah. I just wanted to compete. I was just again super super curious with, with, anything that is coffee related. So I said when when I was browsing on the internet, like I saw like. There's a coffee competition. They call it Barista Championship. And I was like, oh, it's interesting. So um, after my shift, I always spend like few couple of hours at, at, at the internet cafe just to research, um, watch some videos, what's all about, um, join different coffee um, social media platform where you can, you know, you can, where they, they share anything about coffee. I said like, oh, I think I think I'm so I'm so interested and I think I wanna join it. So I did register without letting them know that I I I joined. Without letting Bose know. Bose know yet. So um 
I, I actually I don't have any pla I don't have plans on, on asking Boss Coffee for permission that time <laughs> because I'm I I thought that they won't they won't allow me but when I register you, it it was stated there that you need to have a company Okay so, so no independence No so I said okay so I need to I need to ask Boss So I asked I asked Steve <laughs> um that I, I really want to join the competition you know I'm so I'm so interested on what's this competition is all about and if you can allow me to represent boss coffee it would be highly appreciated and and then he said like yeah but the only problem is we can't help you about competition because we don't know anything about it as well yeah you know, they didn't have previous background of someone competing so you're kind of on your own to yeah. figure it out. Yeah. So I said, no, it's all right. I'm 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 good. It's all right. I'll I'll just I'll just gonna, you know, do my research. Um so yeah, almost almost every night I spend a few hours in the internet just watching videos, world barista championship videos, specialty coffee um platform, you know, asking uh, posting some, you know, Posting in there and asking for some advice, and I'm so I'm so amazed like how many people reply. So this would put it at around 2010, 2011. Yeah, yeah. So the I I joined dot This is a, ahead of a lot of a lot of things going on in Manila. Yeah. Because like when was the break in Manila? It was 2013, 2012. Yeah. So you're like a year, eighteen months ahead of yeah ahead of the curve. And um, I was watching World Barista Championship, you know, I was watching um, um, James Hopman. I was watching James Hopman competing, and that's that's the kind of competition level that I, I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, Joined com. I asked, what would be, you know, what can you, what advice can you give about signature drinks? And I got a bunch of replies and super, super happy with the with the replies and everything. And then, yeah, I was just I was just looking at the whole routine and I said I'm gonna do something like this in my routine. So you show up at Wolfex. <laughs> yeah. At the brief. No, at first, at first, I did the regional ch- championship in Cebu. Okay. So there was regional first. Yeah. So I did the the Visayas. So I won the Visayas. Mm-hmm. So I represent. Besides for the um, national, for the national, and then um, I was the last competitor. So, okay. I was just watching the whole the whole routine and everything, and I was like, um, "Am I? Am I? Did I research the right competition? Why? What well, What was the difference? Because that time I was like when competitors are like." So I'm gonna brew an espresso. Espresso contains seven to nine grams of coffee ground. Oh wow! Brewing in a nine bar pressure. I was like, I was like, is it this? Is it the same? And so I was, I, and then it, it feels like it feels weird because my expectation was too high. Yeah, but you didn't change your routine. You no, just no, no, went, no, no. Okay. I just didn't change at all. So you won, and and then I won. Yeah. So I won. Um. And then I have feedbacks where people say like, "That's that's a barista competition." It's like, "Yeah, thank you. I think I think I think so." 
Very encouraging. So, um, so I mean, I, I, my first competition. So I don't have any idea what's the competition all about at the beginning. So I did, and when I did my research, I was, I was actually, looking at, those higher level like, you know, like the specialty world com- barista competition. Mm-hmm. So, but I was I was grateful that, I I was able to, to um practice my performance in that level yeah um, and you really should yeah i think this is a mistake a lot of and, people make and after that year i i saw a lot of changes in in the competition routine mm. which is which is more of a again more of that world barista championship routine and that's after i won maybe a couple of months that's where someone's knocking on the door like are you interested of you know working here in Singapore? Wait, so you got the job because yeah. you joined the barista competition. I won, yeah. Wow, I, this I think this is a first for me, of like people about yeah. th- with this kind of story, yeah. because it's, you know sometimes the barista competitions it's really just kind of in the community. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you you literally got your job offer. Yeah. From winning. And I didn't expect that. And also, I yeah. don't have any plans of going overseas. Um, I was I was I was enjoying a lot. Yeah. At Boss Coffee. So I guess uh, sorry, Steve. <laughs> Thank you for letting me go <laughs> compete in this competition. So you got a job offer. Yeah. You're still with Boss Coffee. Steve let you go and join this competition. What was it like? You you went back home, and you have to tell Steve, "Hey, good news! I won a competition." Yeah. Also, good news. I have an offer in Singapore. What was that? What happened? Now, at the beginning, I don't know how to approach um, Steve at that at that time because because I feel bad as well. And and again, I'm I'm enjoying my I'm enjoying my my professional life at Boss Coffee. Um, I love everyone. And again, I also have the opportunities. A lot of growth opportunities at Bose because again I will be starting training baristas my goal was to really help Bose to be recognized as you know one of the best coffee in not only in Philippines but hopefully you know in the future in some other countries but um I I did not expect that Steve would be very supportive Mm. in my mind I was thinking like maybe Steve will said Oh, after you won the competition, you will be, you know, leaving, leaving us after everything. But I told him like, I'm not gonna leave. It's because of there's a better, better boss, or there's a better place apart from Boss Coffee. No, I told him that I will be leaving because I am so curious and I want to learn more and I'm so hungry of learnings. And in the future, if I need to come back and share it. Within um, the Bose family, I would love to do it. And then he was super supportive. No, you don't need to worry. You, know? you go achieve your dreams. Um, and I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just happy for you. And you will always be part of Bose family. That's amazing. Yeah. That's great. So, um, yeah. so yeah, he told us the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw, I saw um, you asked him about it. Yeah. You know, about baristas, you know, leaving, going abroad. And, um, and his reply was the same. So when you came here, was it was there a culture shock? Was there 
what was it like to leave that leave Philippine market in Cebu, yeah. come to Singapore, very different market, it is. very different um, culture. Yep. What was that like for you, the transition? No, at the beginning, it was it was tough. Mm. Um, I know that um, I'm good at coffee. I know that I have skills in coffee. But apart from that, obviously, one of the main reasons is that you need to speak English all the way, which is not really a practice you know, in Philippines yeah. if you're working in a, in a hospitality industry. So um, it was a struggle. It was a struggle, especially like Singapore has its own accent, you know. This, yeah. This English stuff, stuff is, is quite interesting. So it's not what you're used to seeing on TV. Yeah. And also Singapore is so diverse as well as the culture in terms of people that you will be dealing with, you know, customers that you will be encounter that you will encounter from day to day. It's very different. What What was the cafe that brought you here? I started at Robert Teams, so that's where actually most of the Filipino baristas started, where where we all started. And um, it is an Australian brand. When you say the other Philippines, who else was there? You no, know, Joffel was there. Okay. <laughs> Vanessa was there. Most of the most of the um, most of the the young pioneers, mm-hmm. um, the coffee industry. So yeah, it's it's the first batch was actually around five mm-hmm. to six Filipino barista. And that's a lot. That's not yeah. easy to do for any company yeah, yeah. to hire a lot of of yeah. foreigners. Yeah. yeah. I think that time uh, the 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 quota system is not as tough as not as strict. strict yeah. Um, compare compare this this time it was slightly easier for us. But I only spent three months in there. I spent three months in Robert Teams. Um, there was few issues with the visas. I see. Um, so I was forced to to leave the company. Went back to Boss Coffee for, for in a Cebu. few months. You yeah, went for back a few to Cebu. Months, yeah. Okay. Went back to Boscov for a few months, and then I had this another offer from Forty Hands. So that's okay. So that's where I work with with Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was the one who who recommended me to the company. So I went back here in Singapore and started working at Forty Hands, and that's that's um, until um, until at Common Man because they're the mm-hmm. same company. Yeah. So I was started at Forty Hands. I get promoted as a head barista at Chungbaru Bakery. So I opened the first Chungbaru Bakery. In Chungbaru? Yep, in Chungbaru. And um, I, sp- I was the only barista for at least three months. Three months of no off days, opening, closing. Mm-hmm. It was very tiring, but still, it was also very um, it was fulfilling. Yeah. But what are the hours like for opening, closing? 60 to, 60 to 70 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It's long hours. Because here in Singapore, you think, you know, mm. cafe close at five, yep. cafe close at four, but you don't realize that you're also there very early. Yeah. And start, then after closing, start very early, yeah. Yeah. And after closing, you have one hour to to do all the cleaning and stuff. But it helps, you know, that three months of being alone helps me a lot of improving my skills, my speed, accuracy, and consistency as well. They recognize the the, the hard work that I have done at. Chungbaro Bakery, and then when by the time the Open Common Man, they invited me to be part of the the coffee team as well. What's the difference between Forty Hands and Common Man? It's like Common Man is like our flagship, so mm-hmm. where it's a co- it's a cafe, a roaster in an academy. Forty Hands is just a typical cafe. Common Man is you know, it's bigger, more ambitious. Yep, correct. Um, How long were you with Common Man? 
from start from the opening of Common Man until last um, last year February. And what was your what was your role there in the beginning? In the beginning, you were a barista. So, uh, yeah, I was just I was just a senior barista the beginning, and then after after a year, I got promoted to be the the coffee trainer. We opened the academy, and um, I was sent to to Australia to be trained as a trainer mm-hmm. with Five Senses, which is a sister company, is, and that's where I, I was exposed with. The, the Australian coffee culture. What did you learn there? Like going so to Australia? It was it was an intense one week of just training mm-hmm. on how to, to teach coffee, working side by side with their head trainer in, in Melbourne, observing, taking notes, and then we share some parts of the whole of the of the whole training session. It's really just observation and then on the spot action, you know, you're so lucky you, you do the you do the milk you mm-hmm. do the milk sec- section, um, you do the espresso section, until until I kind of get used to it. But it was it was really weird because you know, like you have this small Asian guy teaching Australians big Australian big barista, Australian yeah. baristas. So it was like super awkward. But um so but yeah that's 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 um how it all started. Why I was so exposed with Australian coffee culture, and I kind of in love with it and fascinated with it. And then every year I keep on, I spend, I mean, I save some, some cash, you know, for me to, to spend for my travel in Australia, to explore and to see where is my skills level is at um, and to learn something new. For a professional vacations. Yeah. Yep. So something yeah, like that. I do those too. So I, I always, I always do that um, every year. Already that time they're saying that Australia is the... Is the Mecca is the word they use. Like, yeah. So I was I was I was really curious why Australia is the coffee capital in the world, and they're saying that the best baristas are in Australia. I was really curious, and I want to validate myself if they are really the best baristas. If how far is this the skills level between Australians and you know Asians or Filipinos? What was your assessment? I would say that we are actually quite good. I wouldn't say that they are too far from us i would say that maybe they source the best coffee mm-hmm. but i'm not saying that they are also the best you know um, baristas or the best you know industry people in the world mm-hmm. they are just fortunate that they source the best one of the best product i think they also have the op- they also have opportunity the, they have the resources of, yeah and the audience yep that's true. right the people yeah, yeah, who yeah. are there really embrace yep. um yep. the product and the lifestyle, yeah. right? In a way that, like, not every culture yeah. has done. Yeah. That's why, like, you hear the stories of, like, espresso machines in the KFC, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, they have Simonelli in the, in the KFC. Yeah. Because... That's, I kind of agree with that. Like, the, the, the consumers embrace the, the, the culture and also, like, they understand what quality coffee is all about. During your time at Common Man... Do you feel like there are any real highlights, any uh, kind of key points, things that you learned that you think you never would have gotten except there? Yeah, it was mainly the um, the the time that I spent with with Five Senses. It helps a lot um, in my my coffee career mm-hmm. um, and learned a lot as well. And um, I was exposed to again to so many resources that 
you know, it's not available to some other companies. Mm-hmm. So um, the benefit of being yes, part of a larger yeah. organization. Yep. So um, yeah, we have access to all five senses. So why you leave? Um, I feel like la- last year, I feel like I kind of stuck. Mm. Um, I mean, it's 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 normal sometimes, but um, but I really thought that um, seven years in, in with a company is enough. Yeah. And um, I think it's time for me to move on and explore, especially in um, in in the roasting side. But you were already roasting at that point. No, I. Oh no. Not. So you you, you just you, purely baristas and trainings. So you weren't yeah. roasting at no, at no. Probably. I was not involved in in the roasting. I was involved in packing though. More of the QC and quality purposes, taking care of clients. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's pretty much. So I think. So you got an offer to go to Australia or did you apply? I got an offer. Okay. Um, Sydney. Sydney, yep. So I got an offer in, in Sydney. I was recommended by our by, by my friends at San Remo, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, hey, there's this guy in Singapore that is that are showing some interest in the Australian coffee culture and he might love to, to join or he might love to move to Australia if, if you guys would would offer him something mm-hmm. interesting. A company in Sydney offers me to to lead their coffee program. Um, a really a lot of interesting um, stuff. So one is roasting, um, roasting, um, training, but they really highlight that it will be more on the roasting side. Mm-hmm. So I said, that's that's perfect. That's perfect for me. New challenge. Yep. And also, like this, this company is not known for coffee yet. Okay. And I always, I always love, you know, challenging myself and helping um, companies to to be known for their coffee. And I want, I really want to be involved. And from a personal, yeah, kind of from a personal fulfillment point yep. of view. That's true. You know yeah, yeah. what you did. Yeah. 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 So it's 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 also like it. It makes you proud that you have done something for, for um, for any company that, you know, now they will recognize. Um, so that was always my, I, I do have an offer from Viniciano that time as well, mm-hmm. but um, I kind of feel that Viniciano is already a very stable stable um company. So in terms of challenges and. I I kind of prefer the the, the other one. How did it work out? We had a an Skype interview. Mm-hmm. I'm not really interview, just really just you know getting to know each other. Okay. And then um, I said, if you guys really, if you guys want me to, if you really want to see me in person, I can fly to Sydney for three days. Mm-hmm. And then let's have a chat. So I went. I, I took an off day for three days. I fly to Sydney. I uh, had a chat with them, and then. So, because I, 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 just, I, I really want to see, you know, the whole, the whole company and also the people. I said okay, it's. I think, I think um, I think it would be it would be fun working with you guys. And then after that, okay, so we'll start the the visa processing. It took us. Um, six to eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time it was approved, so um, that's why as. Straight away, fly to um, Sydney. Um, after I, 
after I had a chat with with the commandment team and they're very supportive as well. Mm-hmm. Which is That's really, really good. good to hear, yeah, yeah, which is really good. So I went there and um I look after four venues in the northern beach of Sydney. Was moving there as difficult as moving here? Or it's a more natural I think it's I think it's it's more slightly more difficult in Australia. Okay. Um but like Cebu to Singapore versus Singapore going to Australia. Um Singapore to I was Cebu to Singapore. Was it well, was the most challenging? Uh, I think overall if you, if you really compare because I just started, it's the yeah. most challenging. But the challenges that I had in um Sydney is slightly different. But at least I am exposed to Australians. Yeah. Um to their culture as well. So I pretty much have an idea a little bit on how to to um you know to get along with them. Um and then I know for myself that if it's just coffee, I'm pretty confident that um I would deliver. Why did you come back to Singapore? Well, um to be honest, um just so why Singapore? Because there's so many places to go. Yep. Why Singapore? I mean I think there's there's no other place that so that is um better than Singapore. And if we take away Australia. Mm-hmm. Um both especially if you think about peace and bits of everything, you know, financial side, um conveniency, um um also the people. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I was here for seven years, I pretty know like everyone and I know it's home already. Yep. It's both yep. away it's, and it's, home. Yep. Yeah. So and also like I love traveling. So I just realized that if you're in Australia it's very hard to travel. It's so far. Mm-hmm. Singapore is like the best place if you love traveling, you know. Um me and wife love traveling and when we were in Australia, I don't know if we will be able to travel. You're stuck there. Yep. And also um main reason why I, I I left Sydney is we we are shrug, struggling financially over there. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I think um it's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place. Beautiful coffee culture. It's just that it depends on what kind of visa you're holding. Yeah. So it's not for um it's not for everyone. Um actually. Um Lots of people are asking, like, you're already in Sydney and then you you give up and then you came back. I said, like, it's not that picture perfect. You know, I mean, the place is picture perfect, but living in there um, with a specific visa, it's tough. It's, it's tough. also, yeah, yeah, so it's the kind of thing that, you know, we talk about the grass being greener, right? Yeah. But yep. it really is a kind of situation where you went there and you realized what you had at here yes right yep so now you're back here cafe utu what are you hoping to do here it's very different from anything else in singapore right i mean first is i am so so grateful and i'm so blessed that um cafe utu really want me to be part of the team i mean the um the company itself you know the people that are already in the companies are the people that I really look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have you have Mark, which is my my buddy, my partner in Smashing Coffees at Common Man. Yep. And you have this very humble, 
good-looking guy, Mr. Yoma, which is, you know, awesome. the, the champion of his field. Yeah. Um, and also, you have, I think, one of the most um, beautiful human, um, the man behind Kafi Utu, uh, one of the most beautiful human that I have, that I have met. So it's it's like, it's like someone asked me from LA Lakers that you want to join the team? I said, why not? So so yeah, and um, I have a lots of plan for 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 Kapi Utu and um, and also they are very supportive to to all my plans and um, we're gonna do something great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you really have that dream team set up here. Yes. And also a nice set of challenges, a nice slight you know uphill battle yep. that when when the story is told i think when we look back at this yeah three four years in the future i think it's uh it's going to be very interesting for you yes. yeah, especially because yeah. you just got here tomorrow is your first day yep on shift yep. so congratulations thank you so and, much and yeah we really look forward to see what you and the team are, are going to be doing here so lucky we ask everybody this yeah if you could have coffee Anyone in the world, one person, from any time, who would it be and why? It would definitely be be my grandma. Oh wow! You know, I grew up with my grandma, and um, he taught me of a lot of stuff, um, and that what makes me um, lucky today. You know, um, it it makes me it makes me a better. He she she told me how to be a better person, and um. If I only had the opportunity to to make her a coffee and have a coffee with her, it would be amazing. Yeah. She's not with us anymore. Yep. Yeah. When did that happen? Um, when I was, I think when I was around um, high school. So she didn't see any of this. No. Yeah, I think she'd be proud. She, I I think so. Oh, yeah. I think the community, the Philippine coffee yeah. community in general, is very proud uh, of you. And man, the guys here, like when you're describing it, it really is like joining, I know. joining, joining yeah, a dream team. Yeah. It's a dream team. Real quick, for Filipinos who want to pursue something like what you've pursued, do you have any advice? I think I think it's you don't really need to rush. You know, there are, there's a culture in Philippines where once you learn some small things, you think you know everything, mm-hmm. and then you kind of you know, think about going overseas. I highly um, advise to to build to build your to build your portfolio, to build your skills that you need, and also to be you know as humble as as always. You know, and it's actually the the, the attitude that will bring you somewhere else, and that will bring you somewhere great. It's, it's the attitude. Yeah. Yeah, I think humility and service. Yeah really go hand in yeah. hand. And I've mentioned this a few times, like yeah. being able to serve has always made me a better person because yeah. I already know that that's a character flaw of mine, Yeah, that I'm not humble. Yeah. So like taking up, op- like finding opportunity because would you recommend that people go out and join competitions or do they just apply or? Um, always go out within, go out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That's what I would normally do. Again, competition is part of it, you know. Um, because you're not a natural competitor. Yeah, not not. But um, I always I always 
thought about competition as something that that will you know a stepping stone for you to learn a lot of, a lot of a lot of things meet a lot of people so yeah go out of your comfort zone that's that's it very yeah. cool All right, thank you so much, Lucky. It's been You're a welcome. pleasure to talk to you. No, Good luck here. Mine. Yeah, and please give my regards to all the team here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be super. So this is Cafe Uto. Uh, it's in the, what's this area called? So this is actually near Outram Park and Chinatown. Okay. Yeah. And this is, what's yeah. the name? There's this famous street over here that curves around. It's uh, Kong Shep. Kong Shep, yeah. This is actually a really good area yeah, for is, F&B. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, just opened up shoot shop. Lots of cool things here, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's copy. Let's copy. If you're in Singapore, please do visit him and Yoma uh, and all of our uh, friends over at Cafe Utu. It is a fantastic place and they're just getting started. Of course, please remember to follow at Yardstick Coffee on Instagram and at Daily Drink Magazine on Instagram. It's at Daily Drink Mag. And of course, this YouTube video is on at Honeycomb Manila. We do appreciate your support. Please comment and like and tell your friends about it. And if you are listening on the podcast version, please do leave a comment, leave a review. Please give us any rating. Uh, we like the five-star ratings, but any rating will, you know, we appreciate. And with that, thank you for watching and let's coffee.